0: Hello, and welcome to my very first podcast of the Unethical DAO. Um, It's me, DeWanch Bassnet, here trying to find the effort and the motivation to put some words onto a computer so that I can somehow transmit them to you. And if you are listening to this, well, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to listen to it. Um, I hope that you can get some sort of meaning out of this. Um, That really is why I'm doing this. Um, I've been living and working during snow seasons and being away from people and starting new friendships and catching up with old ones. Um, So because of the coronavirus that has affected almost everybody, I'm hoping that this can be some sort of way to start a conversation between friends I have and maybe it might encourage you to start some conversations with other people Uh, because the Tao is something that I want to try and teach to other people, but the strange thing about the Tao is is that it's not something that you can actually explain. That's like the very first line of the book that was made by the sage or whatever, um, Lao Tzu. The first thing he wrote was that the told Tao is not the true Tao. So, you know, as much as I really want people to not become Taoists, but to start to recognize the Tao in their everyday life, um, it's not something that I can really force upon anyone. Um, It really just takes their own personal you know preferences and choices to become one with the Tao which you know like if i had to even try and sort of explain it the only way that i could is with the yin yang sign um and that's it like i can't explain the yin yang i can't like you know i can tell you my ideas about it and what i think of it and how most of the time when someone's doing something bad there's just a little bit of good in them and when people are doing good things like you know making lots of money and giving people jobs like there's probably something dark and sinister that's hidden in there as well um so whenever you try and you know look at things with a good and bad and try and uh, explain them you're only going to be explaining things in comparison to bad things or good things. Um, something that I guess the way that I can try and explain it is is that you're only going to be happy when you're in the absence of sadness um, and things that are sad are only sad because you're in the absence of happiness uh, so that's really the only way that you, I can explain it but again you know you're not going to be able to understand that until you experience it. You know. Taoism or Taoism is a totally personal thing it's not something like a religion where you know you get a community of people together and you you know sit there and pray or whatever it is it's totally up to you you know it's 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 what you make of it and what your understanding of it is Um, so it is a personal journey it's it's an experience Um, so part of this podcast is uh, essentially You know my journey as well Um, i want to use this space and this time and this recording to do something for me um, as well as do something for other people as well Uh, the more that i'm able to have the time and space to explore the Tao and and talk about it and try and explain it is going to be a way for me to explain things to myself Um, And so basically, it's an amalgamation of my experiences and thoughts that I can listen back on um, to help me understand my frame of mind better uh, so that in the future, um, I can sort of see the progress that has come along. And I mean, the way that I see my experience with the Tao is uh, the way that a, a flower or a tree grows, you know. Um, it's this seed, uh, this this tiny, tiny thing, that one thing that sort of gets put in the ground and it takes a long, long time for it to grow, um, you're not going to just be like, yeah, like I want to be a Taoist or even just spirituality or, you know, anything, any, absolutely anything that it is that you want to try and do in your life um, is going to be like, this seed you know Um, you got to spend time watering it and getting the fertilizers and you know having that practice and that daily thing that you do um, so that uh, over time you're able to see this flower blossom Um, and so for me personally that started about four years ago Um, I just finished high school I um, went on a gap year so for those of you who don't know what the Australian schooling system is like you spend your six years in high school from the ages of 12 to 18 and in the last two years you are working towards doing your VCE uh, which is trying to get an ATAR score which basically gives you um, a score against everybody else in Australia. Um, and ranks you in such a way that you then can gain entry into particular universities. So it's this huge grading system that we all work towards. Um, And in your last year, when you're about 18, 17, 18 years old, um, you're told, you know, like you gotta get a good score to get into the course that you wanna do. And I was like, well, why, why should I have to make a choice of what I wanna do right here, right now? You know, right on that brink of becoming an adult. Like, I'm going to lock myself into a degree. I'm going to lock myself into an occupation or a field of, of work. Like, like, why? I just It just seemed so bizarre to me that I had been given this ultimate life choice right there and then on the brink of adulthood. Um, and so I said, you know, like this whole ATAR thing. And by the way, when you're doing your exams and everything, like people are super stressed. Um, about trying to get the the best score so they can get into the course that they want at the best university Um, and it's this huge big thing that really you know destroys your will to learn (laughs) Um, you don't want to learn things for the sake of learning you just want to learn things to get a grade and your natural creativity just gets thwarted in those two years of high school man like um, I just wanted to get out of that I did not want to be in a place or in an institution that ran my life Um, so you know I said screw it like I instead want to try and you know work on myself and find out who I am because I was you know raised by my parents who are Asian they're conservative um, and they're like you know you got to go to school become a lawyer you know be a doctor whatever it is you know make money and that just, I don't know, it just really wasn't for me. Like, I, you know, I was earning money by refereeing soccer on the weekends, getting like $40 a game. I do two games on a weekend. And by the end of the winter, you know, I'm sitting with about a grand and a half in my pocket. But, you know, like, what am I going to do with it? You know, like, at that age, between the ages of 16 to 18, where my parents, like, yeah, like, you got to come home by six o'clock so we can feed you and then you could do your schoolwork and go to bed. Um, I didn't have the chance to see friends and, and you know make lasting connections with people and I still haven't like people who I met in high school hello um, but I you know just drifted away after high school and I, I don't think that's the case with just me. I think there's a lot of people who drifted naturally away from their friends during that period of going to high school and you know you're at different sorry you' at university and you go to different universities and you know its just it's just a, a, a natural chapter that just closes um so you know for me i just didn't have any lasting connections or, or friendships and you know like i had this money but it was you know I'm, i didn't know what to do with it but i for sure knew that i didn't want to keep earning <laughs> more money or looking to earn money by attending university and getting a job so i took a gap year um i went back to nepal i went to sort of find my roots, you know, know where I came from, um, because my parents had always been giving me this directive, um, and I kind of just wanted to know why, like, you know, wh- how was it that my parents migrated, I was, you know, like six months old when I came here, and they've been trying to build me this life, this, this privilege that I can get, because I'm, I'm from Nepal, um, I was born there, and, and then whisked away to Australia under the age of one um and if you know nepal or any other asian countries you kind of know why conservative parents are like this is that there's a lot of poverty in those countries and nepal is notorious for it um, so i wanted to go back there and, and see where i was from um, whenever i went to nepal on any holiday with family it was literally just to go and see um, family um, you know relatives and stuff and you know hey look this is my son um, you know he's from Australia oh, look how big he is oh, look how much he's grown whatever and then I go back to Australia so um, I was like I really wanted to explore the country for what it was um, try and learn the language again uh, and improve on it and you know get to know a sense of, of, of where I had come from which is so important you know like in high school we learned about know, the Aboriginal communities and, you know, as we, as I've grown older and as it's become a lot more prominent today, especially right now with the, um, the Black Lives Matter movement, um, George Floyd and his death has sparked a huge amount of, you know, controversy, um, and who we are is, is, is such an important form of our identity and and how we get presented in the world. So that's what I went and did. Um, I went back home. I was there for six months, and I uh, travelled around. And while I was travelling, I met some older people, and they're like, whoa, like you know, you're young, like eighteen or whatever, and you're travelling out here by yourself. I was trekking in various parts of um, the high mountainous areas, and actually dipped into um, what is known as, I guess, true Tibet, because Tibet is now obviously China, and um, well the Tibetan people are not really Tibetan in that area, but in this particular area of Nepal, the Tibetans have managed to escape from Tibet and live under the protection of the Nepalese government in this restricted area. So there are Tibetans there who aren't Nepalese, you know, quotation marks, um, and they were, oh man, they they had no money. Um, literally like no money, just the people, the foreigners who came through would, you know, come and buy food and, and stay and, you know, maybe some bits and pieces. But a lot of people there are just monks and, you know, they really didn't have a lot of a lot of things in life. Um, no luxuries that you would see in, in Western life. But they were all so happy, you know. Um and that really shaped what I wanted to do in the future. Sorry, excuse me. I was sort of puzzled, you know, that like these people who are living in the highest plains of the world, like, you know, when I was trekking there, you you'd be just walking along rock um and just shrubbery, not not really any, you know, actual natural things apart from mountains. Um and then you come and you you know, you might pass over a little hill. And then you see, you know where the village is because it, it's just like this little garden of Eden. It's just this patch of land, literally. Um, and that's where all their, their villages were on all these separated patches of land. Um, so these guys had, had nothing, you know, in comparison to what I had back home. Um, and they were just so happy. And, and it really shaped, you know, what I wanted to do in the future and when i went back down to the valleys you know it's all congested and people are stressed and you know that was my real first look at, at um spirituality and 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 a happiness that was sort of mixed all together and it was very convoluted my memories of these events um but out of that trip i i got a tattoo um a very important tattoo uh, and if you've known me in the last four years it's it's on my hand it's on my right hand it's always on display and and that's the whole purpose of it because it's a symbol of the seed of life um, and so it's been placed there because if I have met you in the last four years it is supposed to embed itself into your subconscious the, this image is is there in your subconscious you just you know you you can't really access it um, but it's supposed to give you the ability it's at some point in the future to also unlock this seed and, and start to see it grow within you as well so I want this podcast to be about learning from you and hopefully doing an exchange where you can learn from me as well um, because after that um, phase in my life after that sort of you know, journey that I took I started doing snow seasons um, so I became a, a snowboard instructor I'd finished a degree in Japanese um, so just a year of, of straight learning the language and then went over to Japan and spent a couple of, couple of seasons in Japan um, practicing the language but also being surrounded by mountains because Mountains are just like amazing because you're away from everything. Like the valleys and you know, basically where people are congested, where people are in high numbers and high populace, um, really don't appeal to me, you know, because these societies and communities that form, they're not exactly what I want to be surrounded by personally, you know. And I know that if you are a traveller or a person who works in the industry with me as well um it's really not that what it's set out to be in the cities you know like the cities are just kind of a place that you go to to have a night out and then like be done with that because you want to forget everything that you did on the night but that's a time for another story I mean that's a story for another time I should say um so yeah Uh, the pandemic and the coronavirus that has happened has caused a big rift, um, and people are now very isolated and it really shows how, how different and fragmented we all are. Um, but not so much the way that we are as humans, but the ideas in our head that we have, you know, um, people are holding on to their identity and allowing that to define themselves and how they treat other people. Um, I think it's just quite crazy how, you know, people of different sexual orientations will have prejudices against people from other sexual orientations, you know, like, yeah, I'm bisexual, but I'm not going to, you know, date a lesbian because then, or, no, sorry, it's the other way, I don't know, I don't know how this all works, okay, I think it's, I think it's, lesbians will not date bisexuals, um, because, like, they get a taste of both things, and, like, that's unfair, and I don't want them to do that, like, I don't know you know it just like how can you hold some of these prejudices when what you're fighting for uh, being in the lgbt community is for the freedom to do whatever you want to do without judgment whereas the first thing you do is go and judge someone based on their sexual orientation like it's just it's just backwards (laughs) um no offense to anybody who is like that you know like the, the 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 whole Point <laughs> of me calling this the unethical Tao is that I want to be very cynical, and I want to call things out because I feel like when you, when you support uh, an unethical practice, um, and you voice that opinion, it sounds wrong to you. You know, like for example, if I'm if I if I was eating if i was eating meat and you know i'm like i love meat i love that we can accumulate like you know bring all these animals together in one place and make them breed and then kill them for their meat like it's just oh i love that i want to i want to be able to do that like you know i support those people who are who are who are killing all these animals so they can feed me like this is what i want you know like if you say that and you're kind of inclined to be a vegan or kind of inclined to be a vegetarian, like it's gonna it's gonna make you go, this this feels wrong. Right? It makes you feel strange and, and, and it makes you wanna do the opposite thing. So I wanna be able to <laughs> be unethical purposefully because it's what's gonna incite change in society because we need it right now more than ever. I mean, like, we're just so fragmented we're so in different places, and we don't have the respect for each other, and we're so ready to defend ourselves and attack others. Um, and you know, like like, if you are a practice practitioner of Taoism and you explore that and you look into it a bit further and you try and derive your own meanings from it, um, you'll come to find that. You know we're not all that different you know like I am going to approach you like I do if you know me and you've, you've met me I try not to hold ju- judgment against people I will talk to you regardless of your background and what you've done um, and I'll try and see you for the person who you are and respect that um, and so that's kind of what I want to see from other people you know and and change that you want to see outside in the world is only really going to come when you change yourself you know if you change the way that you are if you recognize that you're defensive uh, in particular areas and you are ready to attack um, other people like if you feel that way then there's probably a whole lot of other people as well who also feel that way but if you yourself within yourself change that and start to try and understand people before you try and get them to understand you Um, then you're gonna have a much easier time negotiating and dealing with conflict because you know like people just hate conflict right now so i mean okay what am i what am i trying to say let's there's these internet personalities and, you know, shit that goes on on the internet and I'm very, I'm a, I'm pre-internet, I'm a, I'm a dinosaur when it comes to this sort of stuff, right? Like, you can get a whole lot of hate because you do this one thing and then that's it, you're cancelled, you know, like, you're just done, that's, they're like, you piss off, like, that's it, um, and nobody is willing to hear your story nobody is willing to you know um, listen to how you're gonna fix yourself or you know what you recognize what you did wrong and apologize for that and move forward and try and learn from it like people do not give you the chance to do that because they're off hating on other people and destroying other people's lives <laughs> you know like so um, I just want to see people changing themselves, you know? And, uh, if you're listening to this, like, you know, it means that you're open and willing to potentially do that. Um, and like, I hate associating myself with some of these, like spiritual people out there, you know, like make peace, not, not war and, you know, like all that sort of stuff. But like, as soon as you call them out on, being like a particular stereotype and that sort of person like they will defend themselves um, and they're a bit hypocritical in my opinion um, and you know if they're not then they're not and if they are then maybe they can look inside themselves and admit that and then learn from it rather than defending the fact that they're like no like I'm like that 60% so 80% of the time it's like no like i'm i'm i make i make mistakes all the time you know um i'm very <laughs> i make a lot of mistakes i piss off a lot of people um probably my girlfriend a lot um but you know it's okay because you know i learn um i try not to make the same mistake twice um which you know i will do again and again and again um but that's you know my journey and everybody's journey is is different um and I want this podcast to be a part of that. Um, I want to try and get people to comment um, if there's like you know an issue or um, something that's happening in your life that's affecting you. Um, I want to I want to know about it. I want to know what it is that makes you angry. What is it that makes you fuming fucking mad? Like. I want to know that stuff because there's a lot of things that make me want to, you know, cut people's throats off, which, you know, is fine because, like, I won't probably do that, but I'm going to try and do something about it rather than um, sit here and complain because the, well, I will probably just sit here and complain, but voice it on a, on a media where people can, you know, hear it and hopefully, you know, do something about it um because change happens when you open the gates of change from the inside um and we got to do that with a lot of people around the world and uh, you know it's got to happen somehow so uh, at the start like as i said it's a wa- this podcast is is a way for conversations to open up um there's so many times in new um, it's there are so many times when I meet someone and I just can't penetrate to their inner self right to me when I interact with people they are NPCs and if you don't know what an NPC is I will actually Google it because I don't actually know the definition of the end I don't know what the acronym stands for but I know it is part of being in a video game um, the NPC is a non-player character okay A non-player character. So, in video games, when you, you know, if you've ever played a video game, or if you know, like, I don't know, Pokemon, for example, when you talk to one of the characters in the video game, it is obviously not a person. But, they have a set of dialogue and a way of being um, that you can interact with. And most people I know, and most people that I meet, will have an NPC interaction with me as in I talk to them, I say hi, hey, how's it going, my name is this, what's your name? And then they sort of just carry on with whatever it is that they were wanting to do and then that's it, you know? It's like some people just wanna go out and drink and so drinking is the only thing that's on their mind and when you try and interact them and break through the core, they just don't. They just talk about how they wanna keep drinking, how they wanna keep doing this sort of like activity um And the pandemic has completely stopped this societal norm, you know, because uh, from what I see, you know, I've been not... In civilization or I should say the valley I've been up in the mountains and when I come down to the valley and I see people and I try and meet new people um, they are of one particular way and that is they go about their grind their daily grind nine to five they come home they have a look at their phones and then they go to bed Um, They might eat in between and then maybe look at a bigger screen and then look at their phones in between looking at the bigger screen. And, you know, eh, it changes with some people, but generally that's about the gist of it. Um, And if they do come together in commune and talk to each other, like these people who go out and meet each other outside of work, sometimes all they do is just be on their phones anyway. So then after that, they go out on the weekend and get wrecked that that and then that's it. Rinse and repeat. Week on, they get work and they grind and then they have their free time and they're de stressing and then they go and do the whole thing all over again. Um, and it's like, it's a bit toxic, you know? Like, it seeps into even my parents. Like, <laughs> they, um yeah, they go out and drink and smoke with their friends. Like, they'll have little parties and stuff because, like, yeah, like, we've raised kids for this long and it's just a society thing out here in the city and the burbs and stuff like it's just what people do um so yeah like the coronavirus has really stripped people of being able to do that and their right to go to music festivals and you know have that weekend away and get really fucked up um and that's all that that's sort of on their mind um which is you know that's fine like people go through their own stages um and their own phases of life but the Tao is something that is everywhere and it is unethical and it is always working and if you take the time to stop and breathe and notice it you will water your Tao seed within you for that day you know and after a a year like you know i'm putting this podcast out now but I want to be able to see the fruits of it come alive in a, in a year's time. So if you've click if you clicked on this podcast, you know, a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, you know, because this is for me and I want to be able to do it for me as much as I want to be able to do it for other people. Maybe in two years from now, you're going to realise that you are less of an NPC than you are now. I was definitely an NPC when I was, you know, in high school. Um... come home from school mom and dad like hey how was school did you do your homework yes yes and then that's it then i go to bed you know like i want you to break out of your mpc character you know break out of that shell and be more soulful um and that doesn't happen overnight it's not going to happen tomorrow you know like it's going to take time and a lot of A lot of introspection there's this whole mindfulness meditation you know sort of shit going on but all all that that means literally all it means is to just listen to yourself if you are watching tv you can meditate if you are driving a car you can meditate if you are on your phone you might be able to meditate but try putting your phone down you know, if, you, if you're doing too many things at once, if you're watching TV and on your phone, if you're watching a YouTube video and on your phone, try and just watch the YouTube video and see how you go. Try and just use your phone. Try and do one thing at a time. And if you're doing just one thing at a time, you will be practicing mindfulness. Because in the instance where you're doing that one thing, your thoughts are going to be running. And all you got to do is take notice of those thoughts. God, this show is boring. (laughs) Can you say that about a show? Maybe it's a show or a series or a YouTuber or whatever it is that you've been watching. But most of the time, when you're watching it, you're also on your phone to like keep your um, your NPC mind or your RAM, I should say, occupied at all times. Just put one thing down and see. Like, do you get bored? Is what you're watching interesting? Are you being able to notice the concepts? that the tv show or the points that the person is trying to explain to you can you focus on those concepts and ideas that they're trying to bring across um that's just that's being mindful and if you can start to practice being mindful all the time um, then you can start to develop and see what the Tao is all about because you will see that there's natural conflicts and that there's things that upset people and you're like, well, why, why does that upset you? Why, how is it that that's b- making you feel like it's unjust? Um, and then you can see what it's like on the other side as well. Um, and you can look into things a bit more deeply and gain more understanding of yourself and others around you. Um, so, yeah, well, I've been talking for a while. Um, so that's great. That's content, right? So we're at 32 minutes. Awesome, okay, I wanted to keep this short. Um, I want to try and have some topics and stuff you know, sort of set out, so this will just be like a, uh, welcome to the podcast of the Unethical Tao, um, <laughs> and then I will have some different things that I want to look into, so you know, I want to do the next episode potentially on our great leader Trump. Um, he's an amazing man. He's doing so many things for the world and the country. Um, he's fantastic. And uh, yeah, we might talk about the great Trump and how amazing he is. And already you can probably understand what's brewing inside of you, which is, you know, the the will to try and call me out. <laughs> the will to say, no, that's wrong. Um, and that's what I want this show to be about. I want to... <laughs> I want to seriously make some people angry because once like you know the process for anger is you get angry and then you sort of like you know there's a point where you're not angry anymore Um, so and that's when you like want to actually do something you know and 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 this is what I want to try and bring out in people so if you've got some cool topics um, things that make you angry, things that make you go, this is wrong, um, let me know, because I will play devil's advocate, and I will play for the other side, and hopefully we can start to gain some traction, um, on controversial topics, and, uh, get this stuff spreading, because, you know, the more places where you are planting the seeds of Taoism, um, because it is personal, you know, it's like, it is a personal journey, and it can be a bad one, it can start, downhill going you know through all the shit and at some point it's going to come up again because that's what that's what happens you know it doesn't matter whether you fight it or you go with the flow you're going to end up at the same place um so let's try and get these seeds out there let's try and get the water out there let's just try and build a garden around us um, and surround ourselves with the right people like if you have a conversation about some high level stuff with some of your friends is that possible can you actually do that and will they listen maybe when you meet someone new try and avoid your NPC dialogue and try and break through that NPC gate I should say um, and just become a little bit more aware so this is going to be me uh signing off again thank you so much for listening this is a personal project something i want to do for myself and hopefully you might listen and gain something out of it but i want you to teach me something as well okay because i am not perfect and this is just the start and I want to have a little community, even if it's just me and old mate, or me and three other mates, like, let's get this happening, and rolling, so, send it to your friends, nah, you won't do that, nah, don't worry about it, um, yeah, thank you.